All right, episode XXX of the TJ Martino podcast is here. I'm happy for uh, episode 30 here. This is a fun one. Uh, I have uh, I did a little social media impromptu Q and A, uh, where I basically just asked all of you, all you listening out there, to uh, submit questions. I know I, I could have done this a little bit more uh, in a prepared manner and maybe proposed this on the last episode, but I didn't know I was going to do it until like a couple days ago. But I figured, uh, why not? Why not do a little Q and A? I've never done one actually on this show before, so I figured I'd do you know a short one. We'll see how long this goes for. And uh, yeah, but thanks again for everybody listening uh, for these 30 episodes and, and, and beyond. Uh, for those of you in the future listening, uh, thanks for joining. And I'm going to be doing more of these Q&As uh, moving forward for sure uh, as we go. But uh, maybe, you know, maybe at episode 40 or 50 or 100, who knows? I'll be 100. I'm going to do something crazy. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. We'll see where I'm at. But, uh, you know. 30. I'm just happy to be at 30. I'm, I'm happy to be at 30. You know, it's, uh, it's a little hard, uh, for a lot of podcasts and a lot of things in general sometimes to be sustainable. Uh, so it's nice. Uh, I want to just keep this going, keep it going. I don't care if I have a million listeners or if I have one listener, uh, you know, it's, 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 I do this for me. Uh, but you know, for people that enjoy it and want to listen, that's what it's here for. Uh, so, like again, thanks, thanks to everybody. Seriously, uh, seriously, I'm I'm, uh, I'm very humbled by all the love I've gotten over the uh, year and a half that I've been doing this. Uh, and thanks to everybody that's come on, and for everybody that's coming on, I got some uh, some fun people coming up here uh, that I've been talking to. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, why don't we get into some of these questions? Uh, I I didn't actually like write down who asked me these. I, I just kind of copied and pasted them all into a big document. So uh, here, I'll just, um, I'll read them off the screen here. Uh, first question, it says, has social media had a negative or positive impact on society? Um, uh, I think it's a little bit of both. It's a mix. That's kind of one that's like, it's it's hard to say, you know, that it's had a straight up 100% negative or a straight up 100% positive, you know, uh, impact. So I think, uh, I guess I could just break down since my, that answer is kind of boring. I'll break it down on the positives and the negatives of it. Um, you know, the positives being the access of information, I think is the biggest one for me. Uh, it's so easy to get to valuable information. And that's hard nowadays when you get a lot of information that you have to sift through and, and, and get the goods out of. Uh, social media, there's a lot of people out there that do a good job of breaking information down into a more consumable uh, format. And I think social media does a great job of that. Also, the connectiveness of it. You know, you can really meet, like there's people that you can meet just straight off social media. I mean, I guess... For example, like uh, I used to m- meet a lot of people just on, you know, Halo or uh, Call of Duty back in the day or video games and you would meet people online. It's kind of the same thing. You know, you'd have I'd have like friends that I didn't even know personally, but just knew through social media. And that's something that, you know, you can't really get you couldn't really get in the past, you know, outside of, you know, writing letters or, or calling somebody or whatever. But social media just kind of gives you a different way to express yourself more than, 
than anything. So I think that's totally something that's been really positive for it. Um, and uh, like I said, there's a lot of funny memes, a lot of funny trends. It's it's a great way to 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 get tapped into culture. It's a great like window into culture. It's literally that's what it is. It's a window into culture. A lot of these uh, applications. So uh, that's a positive. But as for the negatives, uh, you know, <laughs> where do you start? The uh, first of all, I would say for the negatives is the overall you know, toxicity of humanity that comes through in social media. Uh, for example, you know, trolls and, e- you know, evil people that will just, just spend all their day on social media ruining other people's lives and, and not even necessarily ruining lives, but just, you know, insulting, degrading, labeling pretty much everybody. So it's, you know, it's a rocky road out there. It's the wild, wild west. It, it always has been. The internet has always been the wild, wild west for a lot of things because it's harder to police than the real world is at this point because, you know, the internet is pretty limitless <laughs> as far as access, when, you know, up to a certain point. Um, but, you know, it, it, with that, there's so many dark corners of, the, uh, the, of which social media is used. You know, everything from, like I said, bullying to harassment to stalking to organized crime to drug dealing to, you know, um, everything, you know, all of it. So, you know, there's, uh, you can pretty much commit a lot of crime on these platforms. Uh, you know, there's, there's people that organize, you know, violent, violent events on Facebook and on Twitter and you know, all that, and that stuff, that was, you know, I mean, people still found a way back then, back even in the old days to do that kind of stuff, but now it's just become a lot more accessible and easier to find people, and, you know, with that, a positive and a negative aspect would be finding people that, you know, you relate to, because, you know, for, it's a positive aspect, because, you know, you can join a lot of great communities, but with that, you can also join really bad communities, through this through these social media platforms, so I don't know if that answers the question or not, but uh, yeah, I think you know what I think that does. That's good enough for me. What's your favorite snack? Um, I will say my favorite snack is probably that's hard. I really like cereal. I mean, that's not really a snack. Is I kind of eat it like a snack though. I don't eat cereal like breakfast. I, I eat cereal at all different times of the day except for breakfast because I'm not a breakfast guy. Yikes. But, um, yeah, now, uh, that would probably be it. Uh, my, and as for cereal, uh, probably Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Uh, that's probably my favorite cereal as for snacks. And, and candy, I guess, could count as a snack too. And so for that, uh, definitely uh, peanut M&Ms would be the candy of my choice for sure. So... And chips. So I guess I'm just going down the, the whole snack line for you. So here's a few of my favorite snacks. Chips. Um, I like the, oh, garden salsa laid, or I'm sorry, sun chips. Garden salsa sun chips are the absolute move. Um, absolute best chips you can get on the market. Uh, I used to, used to get a Subway uh, footlong sandwich freshman year college. Subway Footlong sandwich, a bag of Sun Chips Garden Salsa after class. That was a move. That was a big time move. Um, 
so yeah, uh, snacks. Uh, the thing is, I'm not a big snacker. If I'm being honest, I'm just not a. I'm not a huge snacker. You know, I don't. I don't eat a lot of. I, I've been. Well, I guess I've been kind of snacking a lot lately. I and, and I know I talked about losing weight a couple months ago, but I've, I actually did lose a little bit of weight because I wasn't snacking as much. But now I'm kind of putting a little bit more weight on. Yikes! Uh, you know, through November and December, Thanksgiving did me dirty, um, along with some other days in November, in in October. So I need to get back on track. It's just the weather got cold here. I mean, there's snow outside right now, so. Uh, I got to get back on the grind. So that, that's an update on that. But as for snacks and why I'm not a snacker, um, yeah, I, I it's just kind of useful. It used to be useless calories, but now that I'm like kind of in the snack grind, it's always a move, um, especially when you don't want to eat a full meal and there's like a big chunk of time, like two or three hours in between a meal and in between your meal and you being hungry and you're like, hey, maybe I can sneak in a little snack, you know, and and be able to to not have a stomach growl until dinner um but <laughs> yeah uh snacks though for me not that much next one um what will be some permanent changes that arise from covid-19 um you know uh probably i mean i don't know it's a good question I think we're going to see a lot more hand sanitizer, uh, public hand sanitizer dispensers filled. Um, that's for sure. I mean, this was a current bothering of mine when I did that horrible segment <laughs> with Alex uh, a, a year ago. And I was talking about how uh, they didn't have the right hand sanitizer. You know, So I would go up there and this dispenser would be empty. And I'm just like, why even have this up here if you're not going to have hand sanitizer in it? Like it always, and it happened way too many times, especially on OSU's campus. It happened a lot. It happened, you know, uh, at Chipotle. I remember it happened a couple of times there. So, you know, it's, it's definitely an issue, um, but we'll have to see what happens with it. Uh, but I think with COVID, it's going to be a lot more hand sanitizer in those dispensers than, you know, there ever would have been before. And I think that's the thing. It's going to be overall cleanliness. People are going to be a lot more inclined to stay clean, which is a good thing. Honestly, people, you know, from this virus, it's, you know, it's got the psychological damage to the point where people are just inherently going to want to be more clean, more clean, um, than they ever have before, which for a lot of you people out there, you smelly people, you need to, uh, you need to get a, take a shower. <laughs> you know who you are, but, um, yeah. So, um, other, other, um, permanent changes. Um, I don't know. Hopefully they don't get into like, you know, vast vaccine mandating or anything like that. Like, I hope it like, you know, I hope it doesn't go in that direction, um, but it it could. So who knows? Um, but, you know, I don't know. I, I think maybe in like, I hope like maybe in like the next five to 10 years, people just kind of forget about this. Not forget about it because I mean, no one's ever going to forget about it. But you know what I mean? Like kind of 
people by then will just be like, yeah, this was kind of a thing and we got over it and probably another thing will come in the future. And when it comes, we'll deal with it. You know, that's kind of how we deal with things in the world. Like we always try and sit there and say like, oh, we're going to be prepared for this and prepared for that and yada, yada. And yeah, you can definitely have, you know, contingency plans for those kind of events. But at the end of the day, you're kind of at the will of nature. And, you know, in, in the, uh, you know, that, that, that's to say for like all natural disasters, because I guess this virus kind of falls under, under that umbrella. Uh, I would say that you're kind of at the, at the will of nature and you can only kind of do what, what you can do, you know? And, uh, so I, I hope they kind of come to an understanding of that, but we'll have to see. Um, what inspired you to start your podcast? other podcasts. <laughs> um, seriously, I mean, I just, I like to talk a lot and I always kind of wanted to have some sort of way, a diary of some sort, but I don't like to write or type. Um, so I figured why not do this? And I don't know, it's kind of the fad, right? <laughs> well, it wasn't really that much of a fad. It was only kind of really starting to pick up mainstream speed. Um, you know, within the last couple of years. So we'll have to see what happens with it. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm talking about for the podcast, but, you know, what inspired me to start, like I said, other podcasts, just people I listen to, I was like, I can do this. If, if other people can do this, I can do this. So, you know, that's just kind of was my logic in the whole thing was just like, if anybody else can do this, why can't I? You know, all I need is a microphone and a camera and I can do it. So I did it. And, you know, I, I budgeted out the money. Um, I made some investments in some gear and I started the thing. I mean, it's really that simple. Just jump in. Um, let's see. What would your advice to someone who feels like they're stuck in limbo right now? Oh, what would your advice be to someone who feels like they're stuck in limbo right now? Um, stuck in limbo. So I'm assuming that means like, you know, you're, you're kind of deciding what you want to do with your life. Um, I would say just, I would say find, find a side hustle. Find a side hustle. A side hustle is, I think it's, an, I think it's kind of an important, you know, it's a kind of an important, uh, you know, unknown thing in, uh, in America, but I think it's kind of a hidden gem that a lot of people should kind of tap into in, in this country because of, you know, the entrepreneurial opportunities in this country. I think people should just kind of dive into whatever kind of passion you want. I think this is a great time to kind of, to master your craft. And that's kind of what I'm doing right now with the podcast. I'm starting to kind of try and pick up the episodes and do more and more and more uh, moving forward here. And I think that's just kind of the thing. I, I want to master my craft. Um, so that's what I would say. I would say find something that you love. And even if you're not making any money on it, master it. Become really good at it. And then have, obviously, um, as for jobs and work, find a job. Whatever job you can find, really. <laughs> that would be my, just find a job. And then have your side hustle be the thing, you know, 
you use whatever leftover money you don't use for living to fund. And, you know, your side hustle shouldn't feel like a job. It should feel like, you know, like, like, like fun. It should be fun, you know? It should be an activity. That's kind of what it should feel like. So that when you're doing it, you don't, you know, it doesn't feel like you're working. But another thing you should be doing with the side hustle is it should have potential. You should find potential to make money in any way you can with it. But I mean, don't ever rely on your side hustle, but use it as a means of not only entertainment and fun, but also as a means of a backup plan. And not necessarily even a backup plan, but more of just like a backup in general. You know, something to take time out of your day. It could be that simple. Something to invest in. Something to grow. You know, it could be any of those things. Something to, you know, invent. So, I mean, find that side hustle. And, you know, the criteria really is something you like, something you're interested in, something you want to do. Find a way to make money doing it. That's really the American dream in, in, its, in a nutshell is find something you love and look for a way you can make money doing it. And I mean, and I'm not saying that this, this podcast for me personally, it's a side hustle. But at the same time, it could become a real hustle. I don't know. Maybe it won't. And I don't care either way. I, I, I obviously am using this as a something that I enjoyed doing first. It's never going to be for me a a job. This will never be a job for me is what I'm saying. Jobs are one thing for me and activities are another. And maybe this one day could become a job, but right now it isn't. Uh, (laughs) I'm not making any money right now doing this. So it's not technically a job yet. But even if it is, I, I wouldn't like, you know, I don't, I wouldn't like it any less if it was, is what I'm saying. Um, and so I guess that's my advice. If you're stuck in limbo, find a side hustle. Get, find something to be passionate about and use your free time, whatever free time you have, and whatever free money you have to grow it and, and know that you have potential. And even if it doesn't work out, you know, it's something you can enjoy doing or enjoy having just as a hobby. It doesn't even necessarily have to be you know, super profitable. You don't, you don't have to reinvent, you know, you don't have to invent a new car or a new wheel just to make the money. You got to do it because you like to do it and because it's fun to you and because it's interesting to you. So that's my advice uh, in that regard. Um, who has been your favorite or most interesting guest so far? That's a really good one. Um, um, I don't know. Most interesting guest. Um, I would say Evan was probably one of my favorites. Evie was one of my favorites. Episode 13. I really liked that one. That was before the video days. Um, I think the most recent episode I did with Max Hensler was a really good conversation. It was a long... Uh, I like doing those long, drawn-out, straight-up conversations. Those are some of my favorite episodes that I've done. Um, and I, I've kind of kind of, you know, turned this show more in that direction uh, and kept more of the segments for when I'm here by myself because then I can, you know, do
do all of that, the segments and experiment a little bit as I've done. Uh, and, and some of them have failed. Um, I tried serial reviews going back to serial, as I was talking about earlier, I did serial reviews. Um, I tried it on, um, a failed take of, of, of an episode a couple months ago. And, um, <laughs> it was really bad. I watched it and it was about as cringy and awful and disgusting <laughs> as you could have ever imagined. Uh, I deleted the video. It's gone. So sadly, um, we'll never see the serial review again, but it was bad. But, um, yeah, but th- like I'm saying, like just me being able to sit here and talk to, you know, by myself allows me to kind of tap into more of the segments and things I want to talk about, which, you know, it's nice because then I can get my, my two cents out to the world. And then when I do, you know, episodes with guests and people on, then I can kind of default the conversation to them and play off them more. So, um, that's kind of a rant from my favorite guests. Cause I don't really have a favorite. I think every episode, every new episode I do is better than the one I did before. That's kind of how I've been feeling. And, uh, and I mean, I guess that's just because of the production value of it is increasing slowly as I'm getting more and more of a grasp on what I need to do um, as far as editing and uh, timing and everything. You know, it's 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 kind of a struggle, you know, when you're when and it's it's kind of a race against myself, you know, because I as soon as I hit stop on the recording, I want to officially get it up, you know, like so. And, and, and then I go home and realize I have a huge process that I have to, you know, embark on before I can even get to that point of, of, of getting it up. But uh, it is pretty gratifying getting it up there. But then I got to do all the social media promotion and, and all of that. But, you know, like I said, it's just a part of it, it's just a part of the grind. And, um, yeah, like I said, I enjoy doing it. And, you know, obviously, uh, you know, it's – it's uh I'm gonna have some more fun guests coming on. I got some I got some interesting uh, uh personalities lined up and uh I hope to you know get some some more and more you know prestigious guests on as I go. I just gotta get some more clout. Um <laughs> all right. Um why do we use Roman numerals in your episode titles? Okay, I like this one. Um I don't know. I mean, there's not really that interesting of an answer, honestly. It's <laughs> I like I just like the question. Um I think it just looks cool. Nobody uses Roman numerals anymore. That's that's kind of another thing. Like I feel like they're kind of an underappreciated uh you know aspect of uh numbering. You know, nobody uses it anymore. Everybody just uses numbers or tally marks or, you know, other stuff. They don't use Roman numerals anymore. So I kind of want to make it unique and I'm never going to switch off Roman numerals. So whatever that episode is, you're going to have to look up the Roman numerals as we go deeper and deeper down the rabbit hole. There's going to be more and more crazy Roman numerals. I'll be like the Super Bowl. Every episode's like the Super Bowl. That's the reason. That's the real reason I do it. Every episode is like the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, there's no real symbolic reason other than I think it looks cool. Um, how do I start a podcast? Uh, it's very simple. You get a microphone, you get a mixer, you get a camera and you get a computer. 
and you put it all together, you hit record, and you talk. And then you hit stop. Um, who would be your dream guest for your podcast? Um, alive, I would say. Uh, Dan Carlin of Hardcore History. And dead, I would say, um, Patrice O'Neill. Guilty pleasure movie or TV show? Oh, oh, (laughs) okay. So guilty movie, uh, guilty pleasure movie, and I'll do movie and TV show. Um, Movie. My guilty pleasure movie would be, uh, I have so many. I'm trying to think of like a, a one that nobody's like thought of because I have so many. I've seen so many awful ones. Um, I feel like there's a really obvious one that I'm just missing. Scary Movie 2 would be up there. Uh, I absolutely love that movie. And yes, it is horrible, but I absolutely love it. Um, <laughs> let me, I don't even know. That's a really good question. Uh, as for TV shows, I mean, I do know, but I, I can't think off the top of my head. I'll do a list of that. I'm going to do like top five guilty pleasure movies. That's a good, I need to start doing more top fives and top tens. That's something that's going to be coming up here very soon. I need to start doing more of that um, because I like to do them. Um, but, uh, TV show, I would do Eric Andre's show, what we do in the shadows, Nathan for you. Well, those are all just good comedy shows, but they're kind of guilty pleasures because Eric Andre show, especially cause that's not everybody's cup of tea. That's a wacky, wacky, wacky show. Um, PlayStation or Xbox. Um, actually I have PlayStation four, but I had an Xbox 360. So I'm, I would say. I prefer PlayStation, but I'm not getting actually either of the new consoles. I am uh, I'm stepping out of the console game. I think I think I'm done with gaming. Um, sadly, I I'm just not I'm not a good gamer. That's really it. I I I don't think uh, I'm gonna get the PS5 or the Xbox, um, the new Xbox. I, I'm not gonna get either of them. Uh, I just, I don't know. I don't game very much. And if I do, I'll, I'll get a PC gaming. Cause I think that's like kind of the direction a lot of people are going in. So, uh, I'm thinking about that, but even so I might not even mess with that. I might just, you know, take a break from gaming and get into other stuff that I like to do. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have an explanation for it other than I'm just kind of too busy to sit around and play video games. Now, personally, for those of you that love them, Please continue to enjoy them. I have been playing a lot of UFC 4, though. And, uh, um, yeah, it's okay. The The story mode is a little hollow. Um, you know, it's a little bare bones for my, uh, for my cup of tea. <clears throat> Excuse me, propel break. Um, but, yeah. So, as for gaming, though, maybe I might do a gaming thing. I don't know. I feel like everybody does that kind of thing. It's kind of gimmicky, and I'm not a good gamer. Like that's the thing. I, I'm, that's why I've never streamed because 
Nobody would watch me play. <laughs> I'm so bad. Nobody would watch me game. So that's why I've never streamed, and that's probably why I never will. Uh, but I might do live stream, you know, just me rambling in the future, reading, you know, stuff. I don't know. That's never, That's not out of the question. But as for actual, you know, streaming of games, you're not going to get much of that from me. I'm, I apologize for that. I'm, you know, maybe down the road. I'll never say never. But um, PlayStation would be my answer to that question. Um, where do you see the podcast in five years? Um, I see it, um, hopefully on, um, a real television network. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. I, I, I hope I have more fans than I do now. <laughs> um, but even if I don't, I don't care. Uh, I don't know. I hope I'm, at, hopefully I'm at like, I bet I'm at like a episode a thousand by then. Hopefully. I don't know. At this rate, I'd probably be at like episode 100. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, th- I think, uh, cause I, um, I don't know. I, I think, I think this podcast is going to go to the moon. I, hopefully I have an episode from the moon by then. If, if, if human travel to the moon becomes pretty accessible by then, that's going to be a goal. I want to be the first person to record a podcast on the moon. Even though Neil Armstrong technically did that when he uh, dispatched through his headset back down to Houston on, in 1969, but um, still, I want to be the first one to do it for real, like, you know, with, with real cameras, not from Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> um, here is a funny one. Provide the exact score for the next 12 Super Bowls. Okay. Um... This Super Bowl, <laughs> it's gonna be between the it's gonna be between the Chiefs and the Seahawks. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Um, Chiefs are gonna win by two touchdowns. Um, the next one is gonna be Packers versus uh, Ravens next year. And Ravens are going to win by two touchdowns. Then uh, for the 2022 Super Bowl, it's going to be Ravens again. (laughs) They lose to the Niners this time. And then uh, the one after that, I don't even know. Stupid question, Bennett. Um, (laughs) I know Bennett sent that one. I remember. Um. Who is your podcast host inspiration? If you have one, um, yeah, I actually do. Uh, I have a few. Um, these are just kind of podcasts I like to listen to, and people, personalities that I like to listen to. Um, I, of course, the pioneer Joe Rogan. I, I actually didn't get into Joe Rogan until like I was already a, like a year and a half, a year into my podcast. So I had actually started my podcast before I had actually listened to any episodes of Joe Rogan. So that's a fun fact for you. So I'm actually a new Joe Rogan listener and I don't listen to G- I'm and I'm not like the biggest fan of Joe Rogan. Like I don't listen to every single thing he's ever done, but 
when I do listen, I listen more for studying. I study how he asks questions, how he continues conversations, um, how he continues to be spontaneous, you know, like those kind of things. Um, how he handles different guests. Uh, I that's the kind of stuff I pay attention to when I listen to a Joe Rogan show more than the content because you know, and I, I'm not saying that his content's not good because it, it's amazing, but you know, uh, I get more out of it than you know. I, I watch it from a different perspective than you know the typical viewer would is what I'm trying to say, I guess. Um, so I would say yeah, him. Uh, I really like Andrew Schultz. Like I said, Dan Carlin, big fan of his. Um, Lex Friedman's really good. Um, uh, what's his name? Theo Vaughn, I really like. He's funny. Um, yeah, uh, I like Matt Nost. Um, I like uh, TJ Martino. Um, JJ Reddick. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh oh, Nate Duncan and uh Danny LaRue and Dunked On Podcast. It's a really good basketball podcast. Highly recommend. Um Yeah, so I have a lot, but what I get what I guess I draw from a lot of these people is just how to how to run a show. Cause it's a lot harder than it looks, especially when you're talking to yourself. <laughs> um it's a lot easier when you have someone to bounce off of. But even then sometimes, especially with somebody that, you know, isn't really that familiar with what you're doing, you kinda have to hold their hand, especially for the first five minutes. You gotta kinda hold people's hand. And then after that, they're off and they're usually, you know, they know exactly, you know, they kind of, you kind of blend into it and you don't even feel like you're, uh, in an episode. You don't feel like you're in front of a microphone. Um, where do you see yourself in five years? Um, um, I would, I would say, I would like to get out of Ohio. I've said this, but within the next five years, within the next few months, I would like to get out of Ohio. Um, personally, uh, I want to go move somewhere else. You know, I've lived in Ohio my whole life, born and raised here. I think it's time I get out there and, you know, get out there and see the world. And, and yeah, and I lived in Columbus for a couple of years. I get that. So, I mean, it's a little bit of a different scene, but I want to go live in a different state. I want to go live somewhere warm or somewhere on the East Coast or somewhere out West. I don't know yet, but... Somewhere else in, in America I want to live. Um, I haven't decided yet where exactly that will be. Um, but in the next five years, I don't know. I want to have my own place by then, hopefully. Maybe in my own house, in my own studio. That's what I'd like. Because, I mean, this is kind of a studio, but it's more, it, you know, it works. I like it. Um, uh, how do you define success? Oh, you know, success for me would probably be just, like I said, it kind of is a a build off of what I've talked about already, which would be just to honestly achieve enough financial security that, you know, you don't have to worry about feeding the kids or paying the bills or whatever, but, you know, you can afford to do things you want to do. And then I would say along with that is just 
straight up waking up every day and not hating yourself. That's what I would design as success. It's really that simple. Like just waking up and, and enjoying life, you know, you're only here for a very finite amount of time. If you really think about human history, you know, we've been around for 250,000 years and we're only alive for a very small snapshot of it. So I want to make it last. So that's what I would say. Success is, is just waking up and being happy. That's really all you need. You know, the money, the fame, all that, that stuff is just stuff, you know, to work towards, but it doesn't really make you successful or less successful. And it doesn't really matter what other people define as success. It really is what you think is success is. That's what success is, is what you determine it is. Whatever you feel makes you feel accomplished. So, I mean, get up and don't hate yourself, and that's pretty much all you need to do. Um, describe a perfect date night. Um, not going to the movies, actually, and that's interesting because I bet that's interesting to hear because I am not, you know, because I love going to the movies so much, but, you know, don't take your girl to the movies. You won't be able to talk to her. I would, and, and don't get food either. Don't go to food because don't take them out to dinner either. It's not what you want to do because then they're, then they're, you're, you're too focused on your food. They're too focused on their food. They're looking at the menu. They're not paying attention to you. You got to take them, go out for coffee or for drinks or for some sort of activity. Um, you know, something that can create memories. Cause that's the kind of stuff that, that girls like dwell on, you know, is the, is the experiences and the feelings that they, you know, get from, uh, you know, those kind of activities. So I would, I would recommend to you fellas out there, do activities with, with your girl. And that's how you'll find out if you like them or not, if they're fun or not. And that's how they'll find out if you're fun or not. And they'll, and you'll be able to tell what they think, you know, from those kind of experiences, tell what kind of chemistry you have. So, um, yeah, I would say that's probably the perfect date night would be, you know, to take them out, you know, I would say go out like putt, putt, golfing. Well, that's kind of, I don't know. That's kind of lame, but maybe it could be fun. I kind of like putt, putt, golfing. I was really good at it. So I would say do that or I don't know, some sort of activity, but just don't take any pictures of her for her Instagram. (laughs) Um, what is your biggest fear? Um, bees, bumblebees are my biggest fear. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think I got them all. I think that's it. Uh, but thanks to all the people that, uh, submitted questions. I'm going to do this again sometime in the future. Um, and hopefully I'll be able to organize it better um, when I do it. Because I literally just went through and copied and pasted line by line, like each one as they were kind of coming in. So, um, yeah, they're all just kind of in a big document. But I, I don't even think I got through all of them. Yeah, there's still a couple more, but I think that's good enough. Um, but, yeah, thanks again to everybody that that, that sent questions. And uh, thanks to everybody that that's been watching and listening. Thanks to everybody on the YouTubes, you know, the Instagrams, the Facebooks, the Twitters. Um, 
you know, I got a lot more stuff coming for real. Um, I got a few more guests coming. I got a lot of heat um, coming in the kitchen. <laughs> God, I'm going to look back on that like 20 years from now and just cringe. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, like I said, I got the new studio. I love it. I love it in here. Uh, it's working pretty well. Um, but yeah, I want to kind of get a studio where I can kind of decorate because this is a conference room that I'm using as a studio. Um, but it works really well for what I'm doing right now. But I want to eventually what I meant by have my own studios down the road, um, you know, get a studio that I can decorate and put, you know, stuff because this blank white wall. Yeah, it's a little bland, but it makes thumbnails a lot easier to make, I will say. Um, yeah. And uh, but yeah, I got a lot more stuff coming. I got guests coming. I got fun guests coming. So uh, December is going to be a fun month. Um, that's why I wanted to, 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 you know, to get it going and start the month off with some, uh, with a little Q and a, a little, little window inside my life as if you don't get enough of that already. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, another thing I want to talk about real quick is the Eagles. I think it's time I talk about them. Monday night, I had to sit through that absolute disaster of a football game uh, when it came to offensive play calling from uh, my man, Doug Peterson. I mean, the Eagles, what the heck, man? What the heck are you doing? Seriously. Like, ugh. So, I, I didn't have that many expectations for Monday night's game, if I'm being completely honest. You know, I had pretty low expectations. The bar was was right about here, you know, on the whole thing. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't really expecting much because of how horrendous the Eagles have been this season. I mean, they have been terrible, man, just terrible. Uh, you know, from the inability of our receivers to beat anyone off the line to the offensive line being beaten, battered, and bludgeoned. Um, to the point where Lane Johnson tapped out for the year. Uh, Brandon Brooks didn't even have a year. Um, you know, Jason Peters has been moving around from tackle to guard because we don't know what to do. Um, you know, we're moving guys up from the practice squad. You know, it's just typical Eagles personnel disasters. Um, but honestly, the defense wasn't that bad last night. I'm sorry, Monday night. It wasn't that bad. It really wasn't. And I'm shocked by that because I was thinking this team was going to absolutely destroy us. I mean, running quarterbacks are usually a kryptonite for the Eagles defense uh, in years past, going back to the Joe Webb days of that absolute dumpster fire of a game against the Vikings that I think lost us a playoff spot. Um, but, you know, so the running quarterback has always been an issue for us, you know, going back to that. So um, I think we actually did a really good job of containing Russell Wilson uh, on Monday. It was it was actually a really, really good work. Um, Derek Barnett obviously had, a, I think he had a fumble, a forced fumble and, and a sack. I mean, he was really excellent. 
Brandon Graham was was getting great pressure. Fletcher Cox, Malik Jackson, I think had the best game of his of his uh, Eagles career uh, Monday night. Uh, the defensive line and the linebackers showed up. Singleton um, made a really good play. Uh, I think on that goal line stand early in the game, that was a really really uh, interesting moment. Um, but the offense was just absolutely disgusting. I mean, disgusting. They didn't get a first down until 442 in the second quarter. That's how long it took them. I mean, it, it's been, it's just been disgusting. I, 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 I don't know what else to say, but that, I mean, Doug Peterson's play calling has been horrendous all season long, all season long. The offensive line, they're, they the, the schemes are not working. We've had too many guys injured, and we can't run the ball. Miles Sanders is probably the best offensive player on our team, and he had six carries last night. That's it. Six touches. What are we doing? And Boston Scott, I think, had like two or three carries. Like, I think we ran the ball less than ten times last the other night. Seriously, I think we I think we seriously did. And it's annoying because you know it's really we, we have such good talent and, and our schemes work so well. And and in a moments earlier in the season, Miles was running the ball really well. I mean, he was averaging almost seven yards a carry at one point this season, and, and now it's like he got nothing. And the the Doug's thrown it fifty times a game. Carson Wentz is the worst statistical quarterback in the league, and we're throwing it 50 times a game. I mean, what are you, what are you going to do? It, it's, it's really disgusting what, how much they don't care about their fans <laughs> and, and, and this team. I mean, but really, I can't be that upset. Like, it's the COVID year, and that's why it's like I'm more concerned for the future than I am right now because this season, honestly – if the Eagles won the Super Bowl, I'd obviously be happy. But at the same time, you know, it's the COVID year. You know, there's no fans. That's the thing I watched last night, and I was just like, you know, if this is going to, if this year, if there's going to be a year where we completely crap the bed, I'm not that upset with it being this year. You know, so I don't think we should get rid of Carson Wentz. I mean, I know the big thing, the big storyline going into Monday night was. Jalen Hurts, will Jalen Hurts get into the game? And I'm like, no, don't put him in. I'm one of the people that think that we should ride with Carson because I think people are just too hungry to win this season. This season, I'm just kind of counting as a wash, honestly, personally. Like, the, seriously. And, and I went to the Bengals game the other day, and that's kind of what's made me become so pessimistic about it was how I just looked around the stadium, and there was like only a couple thousand people in the stadium. You know, and I was just like, you know, this is so whack. I'm like, honestly, like, I'm happy both these teams suck this year. Like, if they're going to suck, it's I'm fine with it being this year. I'm more concerned now with the future of that. And, and, and that's what I'm feeling about with the Eagles at this point. Like, I'm more concerned with the future because the present, they suck. What do you want me to say? Like, all my friends are trying to expect me to defend the Eagles and they're coming at me with the smoke and I'm like, you guys are right. I, I can't even argue with you. Like, I can't even mount an argument because the Eagles are so incompetent, especially on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, 
Alshon Jeffrey, what the hell? What is he even on the team for at this point? I mean, he had his first catch of the season yesterday. <laughs> I mean, come on. This is a joke, man. This team is a joke. Like People are laughing at how bad the Eagles are this year. Because they are. They're so sorry. And the defense wasn't that bad yesterday. They looked kind of good. Outside of Darius Slay, who glad we paid him millions of dollars to get absolutely roasted on primetime football. Glad we paid him all that money. You know, he's turning into Nominee Asamoah 2.0. And I kind of warned about this uh, when we signed him. But here we are. Uh, but I, I look, I haven't given up on Darius Slay. I think he's a good player. We'll see what happens with him. Um, but he looked really bad last night. He had a really bad penalty. Um, and um, he did play good coverage on that one deep ball, but, you know, Metcalf. And talk about DJ, D, I'm sorry, DK Metcalf for a moment. I mean, holy crap. The dude absolutely dominated us. He had 10 catches for like 150 yards. And literally, we deserved every single catch and every single yard of DK Metcalf. His entire career at this point, this game and beyond, we deserve every single thing he does to us because of Howie Roseman passing on DK Metcalf to draft JJ Ortega Whiteside, who has caught maybe three passes in his Eagles career. Um, One of them was a fourth down and five, I think, earlier this season. I think it was in the 49ers game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but he caught that ball, but that was like the only good ball that, that Arthega Whiteside has caught in his entire career. And DK Metcalf is one of the best receivers in football right now. So, yeah, we can pretty much, uh, you know, take that one to the chest because that's, you know, that one we totally deserve. Um, but that kind of leads me to my point about the Eagles this and kind of my, my mood at this point and where do I think they should go? Cause we're kind of at a crossroads right now. Like what we're doing right now is straight up not working. It's straight up not working. So we have to get to a point now where we got to decide like, what's it going to be? Is it going to be, are we, are we sticking with this plan with the Dougie Peterson, Howie Roseman plan that, that won us one ring and hasn't, you know, and has, but we've seen a significant de- decline since, um, or are we going to try something new? And that's kind of the crossover we're at. But where do I think we should go? As for Jalen Hurts, I thought it was idiotic for him to come in for one play. Um, I thought it was an idiotic draft pick at the time. I still do. Um, I, I like him as a player, but I just don't understand the pick in the second round. I think they could have gotten him in the third. But that's besides the point. Um, you know, Howie Roseman has been making decisions for this team over the past few years that are not, you know, are not working out. They're not, they're not benefiting this team at all. I mean, like I said, with Jalen Hurts, like what, what is the point of this player in the second round? And, and then obviously the DK Metcalf and Ortega Whiteside draft pick. I mean, the guy is horrendous. Matt Collins, terrible pick. Um, Jalen Rager, we missed Justin Jefferson. He was a significantly better player, and we purposely picked Rager over him. Eat our words there. I mean, it's bad move after bad move after bad move. I mean, seriously. And, and then they turn around and wonder why we're losing football games. Look at the personnel on the field. Everybody's injured. 
that's worth a damn on this team. Zach Ertz is injured. Brandon Brooks, Lane Johnson. Um, you know, so it, it those are three all pro talents out of the game, out of the season. You know, uh, and, and Goddard actually had a really good game yesterday. He's definitely the best receiver. These receivers are awful. So it, it's just the team is really bad from top to bottom. I mean, outside of a few players, Fletcher Cox and, you know, Jason Kelsey. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> and Miles Sanders. And, and even he had a bad fumble a week ago. He's, he's fumbled the ball a couple times this season. So even he hasn't been that great. So, you know, it's 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 something, man. I, I, I just, I don't know, man, with this Eagles team. I really don't. I, I, I Where do I think they should go, though? Howie Roseman, I think he's got to go. I think Howie Roseman has got to go. I think, you know, I, I just think it's time that we move on with a new GM and a new direction. And, and I think we should keep Carson. Carson has proven he can win football games. He has. And he's having a bad year. I understand that. But I don't think it's time to just completely throw him out. Let's just take a deep breath here. You know, the, t- throw the season in the trash can and come back maybe ready for next season when everybody, you know, recuperates and I think we go in a new direction. We get a new GM. And as for Doug Peterson, I think he he may have to go too. I'm serious. Like I, I, I am I'm really fed up with the with this team right now and and the way it's being run and and the the complacency of Doug Peterson is is very alarming. And, and how he's, you know, pretty much said the other day in an interview that he doesn't care whether or not he's on the team, you know, if they fire him or not. He's not really concerned with whether or not they fire him. And, you know, he hasn't been guaranteed his job. So I, I think Peterson's going to be gone, especially if they suck this year. I think he's going to be gone. And I think that's probably the smart decision because, you know, this team sucks. What are they, 3-7-1? I mean, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> You're not going to the playoffs with that. Um even in this awful division. But, uh, yeah, I think that this team just needs to go in a new direction. I think we need to load up on draft capital or trade for assets that can help this team, you know, in the defensive back department, or but mostly in the offensive, offensive department. That's where this team really struggles. I mean, I'm sorry, not defensive back. I meant linebacker. But, honestly, I think it's the offensive line and – the receiver and core again that are the biggest Achilles heels of this team right now, especially this offensive line. I mean, it's been really bad this year. It's been really bad. We've had a lot of banged up guys in the trenches and that's where you win these games, man. You win them in the trenches, the offense and defensive line. I know I used to play, uh, you know, I was a, I was a goat back in the day. <laughs> Just kidding. That was terrible. Um, <laughs> not the athlete, but, um, yeah, but like I'm saying, the, the 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 whole offense and defensive line, that's where you win the games. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, getting a good push off the offensive line sets up the run. And then when you get the run going, you set up the pass and the play action, and then you can start getting, you know, experimental. But you got to you gotta establish, you know, a presence, and you do that. It starts at the offensive line. So when those guys are beaten and battered and inexperienced and slow and old in some cases, 
then they're just bound to get pushed off the line of scrimmage. And Carson Wentz is bound to be the highest sack quarterback in the NFL. And that's why I don't necessarily blame Carson that much this season. I do because he's made some horrendous reads, especially in that red zone play uh, where he threw the interception. Uh, That was terrible. And Jalen Rager was wide open on that play, by the way. Um, But, you know, it, it just bad reads. He's made bad reads, but I think it's just because he's been panicked. He feels like someone's going to hit him every two seconds because they are. He's getting sacked multiple times. Drives are getting ripped apart. Um, you know, like I mentioned earlier with Jalen Hurts, he comes in. I'm like, okay, they're really going to do the Hurts thing. And then he goes out the next play. And I'm like, okay, what the hell was the point of that? I'm like, because I had mentioned in a tweet, I was like, is this really going to be a series by series thing where they just throw Wentz in and then Hurts and then Wentz and then Hurts and then Wentz and then Hurts. But, you know, it, it, it really became more of just Wentz the entire game and Hurts for one play because they put Hurts they put Hurts in. He completes the first pass of the game and then they bring him out. And it's like, okay, well, what what are we doing here? That's the thing. What are we doing? So I think the Eagles need to get a new direction. And whether that means a new coach, new front office, new GM, I think so. But we'll have to let, leave that up to Jeffrey Lurie. But um, yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on uh, the Eagles season. I think they're kind of screwed. And uh, as for the Bengals, I watched, I went to that game. You heard my thoughts on Twitter. There's nothing that needs to be said there. They're a corpse at this point. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh, that's football talk for the week. But uh, yeah, thanks guys for listening to today's episode. I don't know. I, I wasn't, wasn't really planning on uh, talking more, but why not? You know, I got the airtime, so I might as well. Um, but yeah, thanks for thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks for sitting here for the Q and A. Uh, and I can't wait to do this again. Um, you know, in the future, hopefully, I can get some uh, some more personal, hypothetical, any type of questions. That's the thing. I, from when I do this again, I got to be more specific, I guess, with what I want because. I'm not saying I didn't, I liked all these questions, but, um, I think I literally ask me anything. That's what I want. I don't really want anything in particular. I just want anything, whether that's a hypothetical question, whether that's a relationship question, you got problems with your girlfriend, hit me up. I'm the Oracle. Um, you got problems, you know, with your boys, with your girls. Um, you know, you got problem with your kids. <laughs> uh you know <laughs> i can maybe help with that um you know uh sports questions um life questions food questions um yeah anything politics anything i can answer it for you that's what i'm here for so um yeah i think i'm gonna call these uh i'll figure out a name for them but um I want to name this Q&A session something. I want to give, I want to start giving all this stuff names, you know, like little segment names. So I'll think of something for that. But uh, yeah, just like hollow prep, even though I crap that one. Apologize for that one, people. Next, next year, hollow prep 2021 is going to be, <laughs> it's going to be the most electric hollow prep of all time. Cause it's going to be like the first one that I can actually plan out. 
because I kind of did it impromptu this year because I was like, oh, shoot, it's October. Halloween's coming up. And then, um, yeah, I decided let's make a hollow prep. <laughs> uh, you know, because I wanted to review Halloween movies and I, I kind of failed in that department. I did Human Centipede in uh, one other one. Oh, Lights Out. But, uh, yeah, if I'm being honest, I just got sucked up in the elections and started uh, picking up more hours and working more. So it's kind of my excuse. It's not really a good one, but it is what it is. Um, but I'll be back. Well, I am back, but I'll, I'm going to be, you know, trying to fulfill a lot of these segments. But a lot of them are going to flop. I'm just warning you. I'm warning you. They're going to flop. I'm going to have segments that don't return. I'm going to have ones that do return. You know, like I'm probably going to do another hypotheticals episode at some point. Um, you know, I'm probably going to do, uh, like I said, more, more stuff, more top tens in the future. Um, yeah, more organization and these solo podcasts will be more of me just kind of, it'll be, they'll be more organized, be more segment oriented. Um, you know, and, um, yeah, so there'll be more, you know, more organized thoughts and rants and reviews and discussions with, with, you know, with the ether, uh, (laughs) and, um, the ones with guests will be more, you know, more conversational with segments pumped into them as I please. Um, but yeah, this show is just going to continue to grow. I want to continue to get bigger. I want to continue to keep pushing the envelope. So please share this with anybody that you find could uh, get value from it. And share the snippets too. If you find a snippet that your friend might like, send it to them. Say, hey, here's a little snippet for you. Here's a little snippet. And then you go down in the description, boom, there's a link for the full experience. So... Seriously, send the snippets, you know, you got to, you know, like I said, find one that you find, you know, reliable, likable, funny, interesting, and send it to somebody. Um, and also continue to comment, subscribe, like all that YouTube crap. Um, and uh, do the, the five-star rating on Apple Podcasts as well. That's always a good thing. And write a review too. When you do the five-star rating, write a little review. Write me something. Write me a little letter that I can read someday. You know, tell me about your life <laughs> down in that little section. <laughs> um, but yeah, also tweet me, hashtag TJPod. Um, hit me up. You know the deal. Um, but thanks for listening, everybody. Seriously, 30 episodes in, and I can't wait to continue uh, moving forward into uh, the 30s. Um, and like I said, this month of December is going to be really fun. Uh, in January, in February, and March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, and December of 2021 will all be amazing as well. Um, so stay safe out there. Um, do what you got to do. Stay healthy. Um, you know, keep working hard. Find your side hustle. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys on the next one. Thanks for listening. Take care. Like Drake said, take care. Um, Feel good about yourself. Get some rest. Get some work done. Do what you got to do. 
and I will see you on the next one. And let the beat drop. Oh,